0: Test, 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 testing, 1, 2, testing, 1, two, three, four, five, six.
1: 70, because you never know what life is gonna take you And you can't change where you've been But
0: today, I have the opportunity to choose Hello and welcome to the Curie Podcast It is your host, Kyrie Malik I'm happy to be back for another week This is week number 16 I am one week off, um, but, you know, that's okay. That is something that I have been priding myself with every week up until this one, that every episode was corresponding to the number of weeks that uh, we have been doing this. Uh, But, you know, all's well. Life happens. Things happen. Last week was a bit of a week, uh, or uh, this week, this, last week and into this week, uh, so here we are, and this will come out on, I'm um, hoping maybe by Monday, now today is Friday, July 3rd, the observance day of the 4th, um, people are like, what, what? Observance of what? Of what? What's the fourth? Um, (laughs) um, I have off today. Uh, That means something, but it doesn't. I feel pretty off anyway, off of of work, um, for the most part. Uh, When I say work, I mean Morgan work. There's always work. Um, But in terms of Morgan, oh my goodness, in terms of my... 9 to 5 <laughs> <laughs> in terms of where I go and sell my time uh, presently uh, there is no expectation to log into email today or to respond or to engage with those folks um, and we love those folks um, as they are part. but you know Y'all not interfering on today with what I got going. Uh, Yeah, I had to record my pod on today. Uh, This is a beautiful day thus far. I'm sitting here looking at these beautiful flowers in front of me. I've been trying to keep fresh flowers around. Uh, That's been a thing as of late. uh, Just some beauty in my place. You know, if ever I am slipping in the darkness... Um, like War said, you know, I I'll look and meditate upon these flowers, and just revel in their beauty, their stillness, the colors, uh, even the life cycle of it all. Um, is is so beautiful, and when you get to thinking really detailed and like the cellular level of like what maybe in my mind cellular, um, <laughs> getting into like the makeup of them and like, oh, these beautiful things just exist and they're just beautiful and they rest and they receive love and they inspire by doing little to nothing but being, um, that's a message, uh, yeah, so, uh, Maybe that's inspo for you all to get you some flowers, flowers. Uh, Yeah, man, it's a beautiful morning. I have coffee here. I'm not going to drink it in the mic. (laughs) You're welcome. Um, Yeah. Um, I did some good things this week. We rounded out the practicum, I believe I've mentioned that. It's been so long, um, I can't remember. Um, I believe I've gotten into that on here. Um, But I presented what was a fusion of art and my kind of uh, latest running ins uh, or latest developments, I guess, in terms of my spirituality and this spiritual journey uh, that I will forever be on, uh, and some just principles and things that I've been receiving as of late, um, which we'll get into later on in the uh, ailment curation segment of this. Um, Yeah, it was a curriculum or a lesson plan that was crafted Using, using the work of Noah David um, to as a tool um, in displaying and illustrating these principles um, that I've just been exploring lately around intention, um, how your intention fuels your thoughts, Your thoughts fuel feelings, feelings, producing more of those thoughts, those thoughts producing more of those same feelings. And oftentimes how your your actions will be colored by your thoughts. Um, and your actions are producing karma. And the karma is what you get back. And it's a cycle. Um, and so I've crafted a whole lesson plan and curriculum, which I really um, am really proud of and want to extend to this curate community that I am co-creating. And, yeah. So, I think um, more to come. More to come within this this whole thing. The pod is just the start. Um, Yeah. Yeah, 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 yeah. So, feeling really good about that. Um, uh, Yeah, man lots of bike riding um, a bit more attention to curate um, and just like uh, providing myself some clarity around this whole thing and what I want it to be and feeling it and feeling the feeling the feelings of having it um, yeah and in an effort to manifest and and uh, vibrate in accordance to uh, the frequency that can receive those things. So that is my work in my Ian Van voice, my Rhonda voice. That is my work. Um, <laughs> this is my work, and I want to share some of that work on today, so I'm excited. Uh, Let's move away from me and uh, get into this wisdom, shall we? week's wisdom is coming it's an excerpt uh, from Gary Zukav's uh, The Seat of the Soul which is a number one New York Times bestseller and a Oprah Winfrey and Maya Angelou um, endorsed uh, book I know there are there seem to be a lot of um, feelings about Oprah lately (laughs) But I love what she has become in terms of using her platform uh, for spiritual development, and for the spiritual development and enlightenment of other people beyond all the other things uh, that people have taken issue with over the past few years um, we're not going to give those things energy we're going to focus on the good and this is something that came out of that this book that's how i found it uh, i was introduced to gary Zukov over uh ooh, over <laughs> over or through oprah i heard um i want to say her her um super soul series but i feel like before because she was doing a series uh with the new with a new earth Eckhart Tolle. Um, she talked about this book way before but that was like in the 90s I don't think I saw that when it happened uh, or maybe I did and just don't remember I don't know little seeds little plantings the way that they come together now it's, it's incredible um, even my whole spiritual journey it's just now that I'm really seeing a lot of common threads through the various messaging that I've been receiving and opening myself up to over the past few years. Um, Tying it all together and, like, you know, realizing, like, it is a journey. It's a lifelong dedication and journey and dedication to yourself and your inner, Um, you know, and the understanding that it's the place of your inner that determines your outer. So... It's all coming together. It's all coming back to me now. Like Celine. Um, It never left. These are things that we all know and are all aware of. But, um, you know, through time and attention to, excuse Baltimore, in the background. um, Like Jaden XD say, I'm recording in the bathroom. Um, (laughs) Like Drake. All these lights. Anyway, um it's just all coming together. Um I'm I'm feeling really good and understanding my responsibility to myself um, and to and to myself in turn to the world. So, with all of that, I'm going to read this short excerpt Um, And if anyone has the book, it's page 74. Um, I guess this is just the regular edition. Oh, 25th anniversary edition with a study guide. So it might be different pages. I don't know. But uh, it is uh, in the creation section at the end of creation and into um, light, the light section. So, uh, yeah. All right. So it says, The multisensory personality, which uh, is the personality as defined here in the book, is a personality beyond uh, the way that most perceive the world through our five senses. It's, It's a understanding of a connection to something higher, to something outside of yourself and feeling it. And, you know, it's intuition. It's your spiritual guides. It's all of these things that, you know, we can't see, touch, taste, feel, or smell, but you, you, you know, and you, you are guided by, and you are tapped into. So the multisensory personality is aware of its soul. It seeks to align itself with its soul to become the physical embodiment of its higher self and it consciously invokes and receives the loving assistance of its own soul and of others that assist it i'll read it again the multisensory personality is aware of its soul it seeks to align itself with its soul to become the physical embodiment of its higher self and it consciously invokes and receives the loving assistance of its own soul and of others of other souls that assisted, that really stood out to me. And it's interesting. I've read this once. I've read this whole book once, and it's interesting to me the things to see the things that I highlighted and under underlined at that time, and how different things now are uh, being highlighted and and underlined because different things that what it says to me is that things that resonate now maybe didn't quite resonate at the time that I read it first. And that was based on, um, that was due to um, some other things that I received between the last time that I read this and am going through it now. Um, So it just shows the compounding nature of everything that we get and receive Um, And the things that we open ourselves up to and how through opening ourselves up to, you know, various messaging, various pieces of information, all surrounding one thing, uh, spiritual evolution and and full enlightenment, um, how, you know, you need all of these pieces. I heard something yesterday by a woman, I forget her name, uh... But I was looking into, like, um, videos around Santeria, and uh, I was exposed to uh, um I, I guess you could go as far as to say a religion or a religious, tr- spiritual tradition. That feels better. Um And I'm not even going to get into all of that. But (laughs) through uh, watching those videos or trying to find some videos, it was actually kind of hard. I found this woman and she was just talking about like just just what I said, just this this thread of no matter what religion, no matter what spiritual teaching, whatever, whatever, like there's this thread, this common thread of the same stuff. It's just worded different and cloaked under, you know, Jesus sometimes. We're talking about Christianity or, like, you know, any of these other deities or whatever, whatever. Like, it's it's cloaked in other verbiage. It's cloaked under the, the need for somebody outside of yourself before you can reach whatever or, like, you know what I mean? Um, so... Uh, yeah, that really resonated and again, I'm seeing through the things that I've been exposing myself to a lot of I'm seeing the commonalities I'm seeing and feeling the thread that exists between everything that um, that I've exposed myself to over time and I'm feeling it, I'm feeling it I'm living it and it feels really good it really does to know that Uh, I have this ability to feel good and to rest in my knowingness of unconditional love and support from the universe and that I deserve everything. (laughs) Why? Because I want it. That's the sentence. That's the complete sentence. I want it. I heard this morning I was listening to my girl uh Abraham and that was her she said whenever you find yourself explaining why you want something that feels good to you or why you why you want anything the moment you find yourself explaining it to other people trying to make sense of this or you're questioned as to why are you going here why are you doing that what because I want to You hear the silence, cause that's 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 it, <laughs> cause that's it, and I love that. I love that. It spoke to my soul. It spoke to me. It kicked up in me, based on goodness, goodness, and love. I you have to trust that first. You know, this, this is not to say that within yourself you don't question. Whatever, you know, if you're desiring alcohol or, like, desiring something bad, like, okay, uh, you know, just moderation, obviously, you know, we still utilize our brain faculties and know ourselves. (laughs) Um, But if you know that something has spawned out of love and spawned out of a place of goodness, why not go after that thing? Because you want to. It called to you. You felt it. You know it. So. Yes. Let's move into uh, this ailment. I'm excited about this one. Okay. Okay.
1: knowledge of the spiritual law.
0: But you're on your face, Oh. Welcome back. <laughs> welcome, welcome, welcome to uh, this week's ailment, first week outside of the uh, introspective questioning series, which I really enjoyed. Uh, yeah, so we're back to regular scheduled programming. Um, this week, um, we're moving into an extension kind of of what I've been alluding to. Um, and it's kind of where the, the the spiritual tool I'll say that I've been grappling with and playing with uh, lately, and that which has really been working and really feeling good and feeling having me uh, feel connected and and just feeling good, you know, my own choosing. And so um, I'm bringing forth the ailment. Um, and this week's ailment is the fact that we have a choice of intention. We have a responsibility to ourselves to decide how we want to perceive. The perspective out of which we want to look through the lens through which we we choose to look through the world look at the world um, is something that we can be very deliberate about and intentional about and put energy and momentum behind um and this is work and this knowing is when you know you now have the responsibility um Which is, you know, why I put it under the ailment category because it's now something that (laughs) um, I know. And now I'm telling you, now you know and will know. um, And you have a responsibility, you have more work. Uh, But this is the best kind of work that there is to be done um, to understand that at any given moment, I'm just reflecting on my own experiences over the past few weeks. Um, And again, this is a knowing that throughout all of the, the spiritual readings and whatever that I have exposed myself to, this is one of those threads that I mentioned, that it just seems to be all throughout. But it's not until now Really, with the introduction of Miss Abraham, I I cannot say her name enough. Um, I'm going to maybe, not maybe, I'll put in a video that maybe, why why do I keep saying maybe? Um, That would be a good starting point. The way that she puts this and the way that she words this principle is it just clicked. It really clicked, you know. Even this whole the the wisdom this week. The multisensory personality is aware of its soul. It seeks to align itself with its soul. When I read that, I know that my soul is love, my soul is joy, my soul is is expansive, my soul is is has been around, my soul has seen and felt and loved and lost and my soul has, has been through so much, so much, and is so well-versed in its knowing of the universe and its power and its connection to source. And the fact that I'm, I have the ability to tap into that well, Is my work to do And the understanding and the knowing That it's natural for me to feel good It's natural for me to feel love It's natural for me to feel joy That's the natural state That's the natural flow of each of us As we are connected to a source That is all of those things and more We're extensions of that that which is, many call it God. I'll say source or the universe to describe that entity that I know that I'm connected to and am being very consciously aware of that fact and meditating on Those thoughts and that reality, which is producing feelings within me, has no choice but to produce feelings within me that reflect those thoughts. And those feelings producing more thoughts, adding more momentum to the idea and the theme and the feeling of love and the feeling of joy and the experience of expansiveness and connection, which is fueling more of those emotions, which is coloring how I'm moving in the world, which is coloring what I'm getting back. And the cycle continues. And just in, in the way that I am seeing that I have been able to inject myself into my own life, <laughs> to impose my own will, impose my will on my thoughts, First, as as a starting point, what am I thinking about? What am I meditating on? What is it that that is producing the way that I'm feeling? Being very conscious and aware of that. That at any given moment, there's something that, that is producing the way that I'm feeling. And that I have the, the control and the ability to... Either if there are feelings of love and feelings of connection, feelings of joy... I can continue with those 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 thoughts that's producing those. I could think about nothing. I could, you know, clearly clear, just clear my mind. Um, you know, or I could go down the path of, of negative thinking about my world and the people around me and the situation that happened during lunch and... Being, you know, dreading going into the office and putting out negativity surrounding that, and how I don't want to be there. Or again, I have a choice. Like I said, I can choose to before I go into the office to get ahead of 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 these thoughts, um, or the the rehearsing of of or, um the what for me has become kind of the default uh, which is to kind of go negative, unfortunately um, surrounding certain things in my life. I can go against that. I can get ahead of the thoughts by putting out good, good momentum behind the things that I want and not the things that I don't want. Wanting more money not focusing on the lack thereof but focusing on and, and embodying the feelings of having that which I say that I want. That's been the work. Moving through the world with those feelings of already having it. Already being there. Already owning it. Already. It might not be reflected in my physical reality Right now, but I know that by continuously putting momentum behind these things that I want and feeding that, that's what's fueling my action and my movement through the world. Those feelings of good, those feelings of enough, those feelings of abundance, those feelings of love, those feelings of peace, those feelings of connection, those feelings of expansiveness. That's what I'm, that's what I'm, the, the, the realm, or as uh, uh, Abraham puts it, the, the vortex through which I'm operating. What are you inviting in? What are we inviting into our psyche at any given moment? I've noticed that I've needed to tamper down on watching Real Housewives of Atlanta because I was seeing it reflect it in my life. Like... I guess that... Okay. I'm rubbing my thigh, but I heard the noise. Whatever. Um Yeah. I felt like I was being more combative I felt like I was being more like Combative In moments maybe that didn't require it Or you know And within myself I think I mentioned this on the pod Like within myself I noticed more internal chatter And negative chatter um, Combativeness just within myself so, and noticing with the tampering down of of that, not to say that I'm not watching it anymore, <laughs> because clearly there is something within me that resonates with that show. what it is I don't know um, I think it's candy candy's my girl candy is me i feel I feel so much connection to candy, and that she's so chill. And not with all the mess. She's building her empire, and I love it. I you know, yeah. Um, but anyway, enough about Real Housewives. Um, I've been making it a point to. Um, I got this from Jade of Jade and and of uh, Getting Grown. She mentioned on the um, Black Woman Self Care maybe two weeks ago on Getting Grown, that she is reading for 20 minutes before watching TV. Um, That's been a practice that I've employed, been employing as of late, you know. um, Just as a means of, like I said, getting ahead of any negativity, getting ahead of, the possibility of voyeuring down this path of mess. You know, let me inject some goodness here. And so I like I, I've been rereading Seed of the Soul. Um Yeah, just creating a little moment, twenty minutes, to meditate on on that which fuels me and gives me goodness and reminds me of my wholeness, reminds me of my power you know and I can and I'm doing that not even, not just within those 20 minutes but being very intentional about doing that throughout my day and throughout my life and remembering, keeping at the forefront that I deserve to feel good Feeling good is my natural state of being. So anything outside of that, it might be there to teach me something or show me something for a moment, as that's what I feel that our emotions are, signposts. But I got to get to that, I got to clear it out, and I got to get back to my natural state. Because that's what I deserve. That's, That's the vibration that I want to be emitting. That's what I want to, to to put out. That's the karma that I want to produce. You know. And with that kind of comes the, the understanding that our thoughts are actions too. And that we're responsible for our thoughts. Because I'm now choosing them. I'm being more conscious of what it is that I'm choosing to think about because i understand that thinking that connection to my think of my thinking to how i feel how i feel to more thoughts that are produced those thoughts again the production of 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 more feelings feelings coloring my actions and my actions creating karma so what kind of karma do i want to uh Generate In my life You know That becomes the question And I know I want to feel good And I think most people want to feel good So It's our responsibility to keep ourselves good And to make ourselves feel good And it starts In the mind This makes me sound like such an authority But I'm just talking based on my my lived experience here through my experimentation with this um and like I said I'm going to I'm going to add some some Abraham in the uh show notes so that y'all too can experience this woman who goes in and out of being Abraham and uh Esther Hicks. I believe Abraham is the one receiving messages that's who she uh channels through. Esther is the one espousing the message, I believe. Um, I might have that mixed up. might be the other way around. But, you know, even down to the music and the the things that I'm, the, the outward things. Again, I mentioned my flowers. That these, like my external environment, being very conscious of and controlling and only letting in the good. Because I know that I deserve to feel good, I want to feel good. So yeah, I'm putting on my my blockers. <laughs> Maybe keeping my head in the sand. If that's what it takes, I heard someone say, um, and this was from the I'm always referencing podcasts. Um, I listened to shout out to Malik. Um, the uh, a little juju podcast, and I watched the video. And the woman who was being interviewed, um, she said, "I will go to war for my peace." And it sounds a bit contradictory when I read it back because I did write it down. But I understood. I understand what she's saying. I will do what it takes to align myself with positivity. I will do what it takes to align myself with love. I will do what it takes to align myself with with joy and to maintain that. Whatever it takes. If that means ignoring you niggas. <laughs> if that means opening myself up to you niggas. If that means whatever it means. It might mean turning off the, the, the TV and stop ingesting all of this coronavirus mess and these, these uh, uh, brutal murders happening in broad daylight at the hands of police. It might mean not watching those videos. That's what it's meant for me. I'm talking in real tangible ways. Like the blocking of certain things that don't align with the feelings that you want, with the way that you want to be and feel. We had a conversation not too long ago, like, you know, relating this to everything that's going on right now. Like people shouting, I can't breathe down the street and how that is is reverberating. That's the energy that we're feeding. And I get it, it's in solidarity, it's standing with George Floyd when we say that, like we're, we're, we're identifying with him. But that's not the energy that he wanted in that moment. He wanted to breathe. So let's breathe for Floyd. Let's breathe for him. Let's breathe. Let's reverberate the energy that he wanted not what he didn't want. He didn't not. He didn't want to not breathe. The best solidarity that we can stand in and giving and uh, tribute to his life is to breathe. Is to be at peace. Is to love. Is to feel love. Is to to reverberate the energy of 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 goodness. And the polar opposite of a knee in the neck. That's what we want. I think as a society, we got to get clear about what we want and feed that. This is going to the, the political sphere in this whole Donald Trump thing. Everyone's talking about defeating Trump. We give that man so much energy. Let's put energy behind behind the, the candidate that that is is espousing ideas of goodness and and espousing the things that we want to see in the world and and focus on that and putting momentum behind those thoughts and giving energy to those those things not what we don't want Energy behind what you don't want is now having you thinking about all the terrible things that this person is and has done and and this and that and all the reasons why you don't want him because of the world that you don't want. Okay, now that we've identified what we don't want, now we know what to focus on. Let's focus there, you know? So this is our work. And again, I put it under the ailment category because now we have more work. (laughs) It's not an ailment at all. As none of the things that um, we've talked about here are real ailments. But I think folks understand what I mean by the the name of the segment. Just bringing awareness to to something um, that needs highlighting in order for us to do the sifting through and the realization of what we want versus what we don't want and to be able to move into the curation of that which we do want. Once we, once we get clear about what we don't want, the curation is all about moving into what we want. So this is the sifting through. This is the process of sifting through and understanding what it is and what we don't. What it is that we want and what we don't want. Yeah. Beautiful flowers. (laughs) They're right in front of my face. There's a pink one and there is a beautiful white one. Yeah. All right. I got to use the bathroom. So I'm going to take a break. And... uh, be right back with this curation. Where I'll be having the best uh, revelations in the bathroom, mostly in the shower, but um, <laughs> um, when I was just using the bathroom just now, I just thought, okay, when you go back, you need to start with this that really resonated with me and that I think might really drive home um, that which this is all about. Abraham um was there was something i was uh, a video of, i was watching of one of the talks that she was giving and the woman gets up and she's like yeah i'm very soft spoken and i'm very nervous Da-da-da-da-da. abraham's response was do you want to be nervous and soft spoken or do you want to be heard and say what you need to say we know what the answer was and so she said focus there Focus there. Focus there on getting your message across. Keep your focus and attention there. And keep your focus on the 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 ex- your expression. Not on your nerves. Not on the story that you tell yourself constantly that you're so soft-spoken. Use that voice. Use it. I don't have the loudest voice in the room. People don't hear me a lot of times. I've been shouting congratulations at people that I'll see taking pictures, graduation pictures on the side of the, on like on the street or whatever, as I'm riding my bike. And I don't know what it is, but like, I'd be like, congratulations. And like, they like, don't even like, it's like I said nothing, but (laughs) it's fine. But, um, that's just an aside. Um, but no, like that, that, that 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 that. Put your attention behind. Put your put your momentum and your attention behind what it is that you want. Not the things that you don't. You want to be heard in that moment. You don't want to be soft spoken. You don't, want, or you can be soft spoken, but use that voice. Use it. Like, don't focus there. Okay. Some people have soft voices. Everybody's voice isn't loud. Everybody's voice isn't. Like a power voice. I don't know. Like, <laughs> But you have a voice. Use your voice in the way that you use your voice and focus on the message that you want to get across. And that's what the curation of of a life that understands its power looks like it focuses on that which it wants it focuses on that which one, with that that with which it wants to elevate and 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 augment and bolster for me it's feelings of love for me it's feelings of joy for me it's feelings of of um honestly being desired, <laughs> and where that's coming from, maybe we'll get into that next week, I don't know. Um, maybe that's maybe that's the next uh, yeah, I think it is why it is that we um, be getting into the why of why we put our intention behind the things that we want and what those things that we want are telling us about ourselves. Hmm. Gotta write that down. Hold on. Because I just thought about it. Like, is my, um, vibration and the, uh, vibrating when I, specifically around, uh, being desired. (laughs) Um, Where is that coming from? What's that about? Is it from feelings of not feeling desired? Uh, If I'm being honest, I think so. Yeah. But I know how I want to feel. I know the things that I do want, so I'm being very selective and intentional about producing the thoughts and the subsequent emotions that produce what I what it is that I want to feel, and I don't want to come off like I'm some master at this. I'm I'm like I said, experimenting with this myself and playing with it and going in and out of it. Sometimes I'm able to feel more. Uh, more strongly, the things that I want than than at other times, because there's always that that conditioning there at play that is drawing you back, you know, or you know, it's funny too how negative thoughts or feelings oftentimes feel more attractive and 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 gain and quickly gain a lot more momentum. Um, but it's a practice, it's a muscle that we have to flex that says positivity and then we automatically put all our soldiers in, in, in motion, you know, towards that. So this curation is really the understanding that we have the ability to curate any life that we want through our focus, through our intention and all of the subsequent actions that that fall out of that intention. That knowing of your power and the the resting in it and, and, and the production of good feelings within yourself. that being the starting point. Just keeping yourself clear, keeping yourself staying, remaining lucid, remaining in a place of tropical paradise. (laughs) Even when the circumstances don't reflect that. It makes me think and meditate on my trips to Cuba, specifically, And people are always amazed when they go places where people are living in conditions that Americans might call poor or, you know, impoverished. And their perception of it, though, and, and as I'm saying, may call poor, we may call it, you know, but like their richness clearly lies in 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 other things that aren't monetary and that's not diminishing the importance of of in this world that we've constructed the importance of monetary like of money and funds and um how that impacts your life because I'm coming to understand money as energy as well and vibrating with the vibrating at the level of being able to receive money in a real, in a very real way, you know. Um, But I was saying, like, I think it's in a Cuba, and I think that's what draws me there so much it's because it's it's everywhere around for me is just reminders of beauty and 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 resilience and and laughter and 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 smiling even though we don't have all of the things but it's the clearing away of those things, those distractions, those things that we look to to make us happy outside of ourselves that force us inward, I think. Because if you don't have the external things, you can't rely on those, those these things to make you happy because there are no things. But you know that you deserve to feel good. Where are you going to go? You're gonna make your your inner world as beautiful as you can. And the outer world as a result has no choice but to reflect it. And that's what people go that's why that's what people feel when they go to a Cuba. People always say that people with so little, how can they be so happy? Because they got more than you can ever imagine, <laughs> because we're so we're 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 tangible, we're physical we 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 as as Americans, I'll just say Americans, we've gotten so accustomed to the external, looking to the external, looking to things outside of ourselves to make us happy so much so that when we get those things we can't vibrate with them because we all messed up on the inside. We have no grounding, no basis, no understanding of our connection to something beyond these things. You know, so. Yeah, man. What are you resonating with? What are we resonating with? We're resonating with feelings and the reality of Love, laughter, expansiveness, abundance, good health. Beauty, positivity, knowledge, connection to all. Let's vibrate there. Let's think thoughts that are aligned with those things. Let's produce feelings and an emotional energy sphere that is fueling goodness and putting momentum collectively behind goodness. Let our actions, colored by those emotions, reflect goodness and kindness. Can you imagine a collective society where everyone's responsible for their own upkeep, internal upkeep? And we're all contributing to this collective sphere of fueling and, and, and putting momentum behind and movement and motion behind love and not Donald Trump. <laughs> like, let's feel that. Let's feel it. That's our work. That's how we create. The world that we all say we want to see. And it starts with us. I'm gonna leave it there. I just warmed up my coffee, rewarmed, that uh, I haven't drank throughout this episode. I, I, I've I come to the understanding and the realization that don't nobody want to hear that. Mm-hmm. So I'm going to stop doing it. Um, yeah, man, this was good. This was really good. This was good. This was so good. So, 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 so. So 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 Destiny's child. Um <laughs> yeah. It felt good to talk about this too. To, you know, hear myself go through that which I've been working with over these past few weeks. To hear my own understanding of what I think I understand—it's all good stuff. So yeah, I don't want to just close. I want to close with uh, a by setting an intention on today. My intention lies on today. In close proximity to my soul and the themes of my soul, I intend on today to resonate and emit goodness. Resonate with thoughts that produce goodness, that produce good feelings. And to choose my thoughts as I understand how it relates to how my thoughts have the ability to make me feel. How my feelings have the ability to create more of those same thoughts how my thoughts color my actions, and my actions produce karma. I am in alignment with that understanding, and I'm choosing to select thoughts that feel good. Because I intend to feel good. I intend to feel love. I intend to feel joy. I intend to feel abundant. I intend to feel strong, I intend to feel rooted, I intend to feel a part of the whole. These are my intentions, and I'm moving on that intention. So let's move there Let's resonate with that And let me not talk no more Cause I don't want to get in the way (laughs) I love y'all Thank you for listening And I pray that this Hits I do Remember I, I will Let me write myself a note Abraham into the show notes So y'all can get into her All the love, all the peace, all the joy All the Goodness To you all Okay Bye bye for now